my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to follow your fancy. If you find yourself getting into a topic, go ahead and pursue it. This can make your leisure time feel more meaningful and fun. Last fall, I went on something of a Neanderthal reading streak. I've long found the idea of this extinct human-like species fascinating, and I'd been looking for some good books on the topic. When the Wall Street Journal ran a review of Kindred, a popular science book on Neanderthals, I thought this sounded like just what I was looking for. I read it, learned a lot, and of course, then Amazon's algorithm began suggesting other early human evolution books that, for some reason, I hadn't really found in my searching earlier. In the space of a month, I read close to a dozen books on this topic before I exhausted most of the offerings. During this time, I was never without a book to read, and I was quickly becoming aware of the different theories and what was known and not known. Lately, I've been on a different sort of kick with puzzles. They're a good activity to do at night after the toddler goes to sleep and I'm tired and don't always want to read. It feels better than just perusing Twitter. And so I've done a handful of thousand-piece puzzles since January. The more I do in a row, the better I get at it. And I learn which brands of puzzles I like and which are more frustrating. I have started eyeing a few I plan to buy in the future, including a flight of Christmas puzzles. I'm happy to report that some of my kids are getting into the idea of following your fancy too. One of my children is really into Survivor, watching all the old seasons and learning various trivia about the show. He'd read anything he could about some of the contestants, their lives before Survivor and after. He started inventing his own reality show and a narrative about the different characters who would play on it, including the alliances they would make. When something strikes one's fancy, that means it is intriguing or of interest. To follow your fancy is to note this intrigue and to act on it. It means taking your leisure time seriously, which I know sometimes sounds like a contradiction. But even the busiest people do have some leisure time. We just often treat it mindlessly 
things aren't connected. We miss an opportunity to really learn and to figure out and indulge interests that might be entirely different from the work and family months we spend so much time on. I make my living writing and speaking about time management. There is pretty much zero connection between the Neanderthals and modern time management. But so what? I love to learn. And sometimes regular adult life feels like it is bereft of opportunities to learn new things. Follow your fancy, and you can be like a kid in a favorite class again. One perfectly tailored to you and your interests. So when you notice yourself becoming intrigued by something or seeking out articles or shows on a topic, pay attention. See if any other books or experts are mentioned. Seek these out. Getting these new books from a bookstore or at the library. Research what is out there. Yes, you might eventually spend some money on all this. I've been trying to use gift cards to feed my puzzle addiction, but I do think there are worse ways to spend money. People spend a lot to make themselves happy or just on convenience. Getting dinner delivered the other night cost enough to buy three puzzles, each of which might entertain me for 10 hours or so. It's good to see these things as we make our choices. Scrimp on other things, but spend on your enjoyment. Because when you follow your fancy, life can feel a lot more fun. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.